Kate Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about it. We need to Louis. talk to someone about it. <laughs> Hello everyone in podcast listener land. You're listening to It's Gotta Be Done. Gotta Be Done with Kate McMahon and Mary Bowling. And we're here to talk today. Oh no! We've just had a vomit explosion. <laughs> we have. Oh, and as usual, it is my little boy Caspian who is the guilty party. No, I actually keep um, baby wipes in my drawer at all times these days. Very handy. Oh, thanks. That's pretty smart. I have the set have right here because I have the baby. Baby, so. baby wipes, if you're not onto them for their um, stain removal properties already, not only suitable for bottoms, but um, any stain out of clothing, they're brilliant. That is good to know. Yeah, good to know. Oh, children. They are the slightly warm messy. Smell of milk. No more vomiting. Because we're here to talk today about the beach. Mum, beach, beach. Beach. Oh, poor Mum. She's all on her own. Mum likes being by herself. Oh, I wonder why. Beach. What a beautiful episode of Bluey. And cameo from Lane Beachley. This is great. This We start on the beach and um, Bluey does come across a surfer who, when my husband first watched this, he was like, why have they gone for a border collie? That's not a surfy dog. And I'm like, oh, it's probably because it looks like Lane Beachley. And he's like, what? <laughs> but in my head, Lane Beachley will always be a border collie now <laughs> because of her excellent cameo. I love being at the beach and she comes across a female surfer as well. Yeah. That's just another tick in the another girl power the... box for Bluey. Absolutely. And um, I think the overall theme of this episode is around independence and taking those first tentative steps on your own exploring the world. We see this in other episodes where they're really encouraging the kids to be independent and, you know, within um, set boundaries. Is that mum with the orange hat over there? Yeah, that's her. And I can go all that way by myself? Yeah, I'll keep an eye on you. For real life? Yeah, just don't go in the water. Okay. And in this case, it's Dad saying to Bluey, go off and run up the beach and you can go and find your mum. So, contained environment, but on the way, Bluey has magical adventures. <laughs> it is pretty magical. For this, for mine, this um, episode, it had a bit of a old school 80s game boy feel. Like oh. he's running along, you know, there's, you meet this challenge, you take on that, yes. you jump up and down. Um, it was oh, a no, bit Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of a like game boy type soundtrack as well, which I don't know if that was deliberate by the makers of Bluey to give it that sort of feel of, hey, kids, look, you know, if you look away from your screens, you can get all that and more at the actual beach. Ah, the irony of a TV episode teaching us about the value of the great outdoors. Anyway. I wanted to go to the beach after this episode. But this was the first episode of Bluey I came across where I was like, oh, come on, come on, Bluey creators. That's a bit unrealistic, where they rock up at the beach on a skateboard 
<laughs> How did you think about that? Because you live close to the beach. Have you ever just rolled dream, down to the beach no, with a, your kids on a skateboard? I would never even dream of it. And you know why? Because I think my kids are a little bit unco anyway. So, yeah, it's always in the stroller for us. Or I really want to get one of those. Um, they're all over Instagram if you follow the Kmart hack sites. But those trolleys, the beach trolleys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like a little, um, I think it's about 50 bucks. And you can put your kids in it and, and all your beach equipment as well. And wheel it like a little wagon. Yeah, so right. yeah, totally channeling those. the wagon ride vibes. Well, I don't know. I feel like I'm aspiring to skateboard to the beach life now, but I just I can't see it happening. <laughs> really, <laughs> certainly not with with toddlers. Maybe maybe by the time they get to bluey age, How that would be possible. How old do you reckon possible. Bingo is? I think Bingo is four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, six and four they are. So. I don't know what skateboard could fit a dad and a bingo and a bluey on it and roll along to the beach. Maybe one of those giant skateboards. Remember back in like the early 2000s, how was a big trend for the the oversized long skateboards? True, yeah, cool longboard. It doesn't surprise me at all that dad has one of those. Bandit is definitely a cool longboardy type, but the fact he's managed to get it out again for the kids is... Props to him, but yeah, I, I want to hear if big. other people think that's realistic. I want to yeah. see on Instagram. Now, Mayor, you sent me a beautiful link to Tim Winton's swimming chair yes. after watching the beach, and I loved the piece so much. It just evoked so many memories of, you know, being in the water and those beautiful feelings of weightlessness. What What was the connection for you? So I read that just after I'd watched this episode, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're talking about Bluey, and not obviously Tim Winton isn't writing about a Small blue healer, but killer cattle dog on ABC Kids. (laughs) Um, But I think it was so relatable that kind of getting your first freedom at the beach, which um, which Winton really tapped into, and you know he's he's a surfy guy from Western Australia, so it was his own childhood and his children's experience that he was talking about that you find your first freedom when you can actually swim away from your parents. And mm. and for mine, you know, that was where you first discover whole new worlds that aren't influenced by your parents, just under the water. You're a mermaid, you're a dolphin, you're not answering to anyone because you can't hear them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, it really is like being in a secret world, isn't it? You know, whenever you're underwater and you, even if you're just seeing rocks and a few shells and a bit of sand, it does feel something magical and um, earthing about it. Yeah. And the funny thing is, Bluey doesn't even get in the water in this episode. No. She's just walking along the beach Which for the I full seven say, minutes. <laughs> I have to say thank you to the creators because my kids just sprint for the waves every time and then it's always that funny, don't go! in there um so thanks thanks before um before they try and take the plunge so yeah yeah, the the message that there's lots to do just on the sand is a very nice message (laughs) to be able to um push home to the kids but where bluey goes on the beach she is following in her mum's footsteps mum's gone for a walk and she's looking for her mum yeah the things that bluey finds along the beach um, it, you know, deserted sand castles. Uh, the pippy, the pippy yeah. that squirts, and she's like, "It's doing away." <laughs> um, I really like how it's it becomes a story in Bluey's head as well. When she first gets permission from Dad to head off along the beach, and you know, de- decides that she can go for real life, um, she's been covered in sand by Bingo into, and she's got a mermaid's tail on. So it becomes the, she becomes the mermaid who's gotten her legs. And this story just goes and goes and goes. Seagulls, can you please move? A mermaid wants to get through. 
Lane Beachley stops and says, you know, oh, you've only got him for a day though. So she incorporates yeah. that into the story. She walks like a crab and she's the mermaid that's got her crab legs. Like yeah. this really, um, I've been playing Batman with my son for about two weeks straight now. Like he's waking <laughs> up in the morning and saying, mummy, Batgirl, need rescuing today. <laughs> and I reckon it's a good reminder oh, that kids boy. games don't stop. You don't say, oh, you finished doing that. What will we do now? Yeah. You just extend the game and extend the game. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, even in their heads, um, well, even in Bluey's head at least, the game is just, yeah, never oh, ending. Yeah. <laughs> the Little Mermaid, obviously, classic Hans Christian Andersen tale. Mm. So I loved that they threw back to the original sort of story with that mermaid who got her legs story. But no Prince Eric needed in this one. <laughs> no. And it's Bluey who was um, definitely in control of her own adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Fighting her own battles, you know, she lines up to a pelican eye to eye. And oh. that, that's, that, for any kid, that's uh, no mean feat. Pelicans are terrifying. Pelicans are terrifying. Um, yeah, I had a similar standoff when I was probably about four with a, with a black swan at Lake Wendery in Ballarat. Ooh. Black swans are terrifying as well. Um, and so I kind of like was cheering for Bluey as she was heading along <laughs> the sand. Um, just because, you know, it, it's a big thing. The bird, When the bird's as big as you, and I think it's um, difficult for adults to sometimes remember those moments. Thinking about, too, um, the episode, one of the things it really made me reflect on was, because I grew up in a landlocked sort of town. Likewise, there, yeah, yeah. There, there was no going to the beach on a skateboard for me. No, um, so the nearest beach for me was like an hour away. I don't know how far it was for you. Um, probably... Melbourne would have been four hours and that would have been it. So, oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so quite the drive. But um, as you said, Mayor, I live in Port Melbourne. And um, when we moved down there, we'd always lived in the west. So, yeah, moving down to the beach and all of a sudden having the beach on our doorstep has been a really liberating experience, I think, for my kids. And one that I find still so special, the novelty of being able to wander down hasn't worn off. And... I love the fact that my kids' childhood is going to be filled with these memories of being at the beach and in the water and just running around on the sand almost every day. Yeah. Like, it's so well, strange. Even having lived four hours from the beach, my most defining childhood memories are at the beach. And we were getting there, you know, once a year maybe. Yeah. But the fact that we, you know, got there at all, that was the most crystal clear memories. I don't know what it is about the beach, whether it's just so easy to stick in your memory that bright sun on the hot sand it's yeah. evoking all the senses or whether it is that um sense of independence you get it's just like nothing else yeah. but yes all about it and I've got a two-year-old and I'd say his most life-defining experience so far was um when we went on holidays in the middle of winter last yeah. year up to New South northern New South Wales and the beach was just out the back door um, yeah, he's going to be disappointed by every holiday we have from here on in because as far as he's concerned, that is a holiday. You're meant to be at the beach. <laughs> oh, we were so spoiled up there. It was pretty magnificent. And that moment with Bluey and her dad and her mum and Bingo where the parents are holding the arms of the kids and they're jumping through the waves. We were down at Port Melbourne Beach the other night doing something similar with our kids. And in um, last winter up in northern New South Wales, we were doing that with you and um, the kids as well and they are really special memories. I should say too we've actually planned our Bluey Beach vacation yeah. for, for 2019 
So very excited, although my husband did say to me, so does this mean that you and Mary are going to be locked in one of the rooms doing your podcast for like half of a holiday? And I was like, pretty much. Locked in a room. I'm thinking the opposite. I'm thinking we put it out there, get a crowd to come and listen to us live podcast from our beach house. Yeah, that sounds great. (laughs) Sunny coast, we're on our way. Queensland, (laughs) we'll be living the bluey dream. Uh, Man, wouldn't that get wild if every uh, every fan... (laughs) (laughs) Do you love that I think we have fans already? But I'm sure the people who are listening has a little tribe with them each, so... Yeah, how many kids can we fit in the lounge room of this place? I, I, I don't know, but we'll make it work. Our Whatever Airbnb happens. reviews are not going to be good after no, this. No, no. Um, so we're already losing the deposit. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I am a little bit outraged. Oh. And we need to talk about Bluey's time slot moving right. on ABC Kids. So Bluey was at the ultra convenient time of 8am on weekday mornings. Now it's not until 10 to 6 in the evening and I miss it usually by the time I come home. Yeah, that does not feel like... I guess it is that, you know, for kids it's that just that last 10 minutes before dinner to keep them entertained and then get dinner on the table. But mm, I'm still That's optimistic, yeah. I, I support that. We only watch it on iView, so... Bond thinks that three episodes of Bluey happen at a time. <laughs> like if he just watches one, he's like, well, where's the rest? Where's the rest, Mum? Seven minutes is never enough. I need to buy 21 minutes if I'm doing anything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so bless I view. But, yeah, I could imagine that wouldn't be the uh, handiest it, it is time to It is upsetting my life, ABC. I want either double Bluey or, or just back to the mornings, please. And I know you change your schedule every month, and I know you're all listening, so, <laughs> yes. But, yeah. In the meantime, see you at the beach. Got to be done. It's got to be done. <laughs> I love walking by myself. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Um, I don't know. I just do.